Section 6 of A Treatise on Good Works. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Randy Carlson, Sacramento, California. A Treatise on Good Works by Martin Luther, translated by Johann Michael Rowe. Section 6. 4. Now everyone can note and tell for himself when he does what is good, or what is not good. For if he finds his heart confident that it pleases God, the work is good, even if it were so small a thing as picking up a straw. If confidence is absent, or if he doubts, the work is not good, although it should raise all the dead and the man should give himself up to be burned. This is the teaching of St. Paul, Romans 14. Whatsoever is not done of or in faith is sin. Faith, as the chief work, and no other work has given us the name of believers on Christ. For all other works a heathen, a Jew, a Turk, a sinner, may also do. But to trust firmly that he pleases God is possible only for a Christian who is enlightened and strengthened by grace. That these words seem strange, and that some call me a heretic because of them, is due to the fact that men have followed blind reason and heathen ways have set faith not above but beside other virtues, and have given it a work of its own, apart from all works of the other virtues, although faith alone makes all other works good, acceptable, and worthy, in that it trusts God and does not doubt that for it all things that a man does are well done. Indeed, they have not let faith remain a work, but they have made a habitus of it, as they say, although Scripture gives the name of a good divine work to no work except to faith alone. Therefore it is no wonder that they have become blind and leaders of the blind, and this faith brings with it at once love, peace, joy, and hope, for God gives his Spirit at once to him who trusts him. As St. Paul says to the Galatians, You receive the Spirit not because of your good works, but when you believed the Word of God. 5. In this faith all works become equal, and one is like the other. All distinctions between works fall away, whether they be great, small, short, long, few, or many. For the works are acceptable not for their own sake, but because of the faith which alone is, works, and lives in each and every work without distinction. However numerous and various they are, just as all the members of the body live, work, and have their name from the head. And without the head, no member can live, work, and have a name. From which it further follows that a Christian who lives in this faith has no need of a teacher of good works, but whatever he finds to do he does, and all is well done. As Samuel said to Saul, The Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt be turned into another man. Then do thou as occasion serves thee, for God is with thee. So also we read of St. Anna, Samuel's mother. When she believed the priest Eli, who promised her God's grace, she went home in joy and peace, and from that time no more turned hither and thither. That is, whatever occurred, it was all one to her. St. Paul also says, Where the Spirit of Christ is, there all is free. For faith does not permit itself to be bound to any work, nor does it allow any work to be taken from it, but, as the first psalm says, He bringeth forth his fruit 
in his season that is as a matter of course. 6. This we may see in a common human example. When a man and a woman love and are pleased with each other and thoroughly believe in their love, who teaches them how they are to behave, what they are to do, leave undone, say, not say, think? Confidence alone teaches them all this and more. They make no difference in works. They do the great, the long, the much, as gladly as the small, the short, the little, and vice versa. And that, too, with joy, peaceful, confident hearts, and each is a free companion of the other. But where there is a doubt, search is made for what is best. Then a distinction of works is imagined whereby a man may win favor, and yet he goes about it with a heavy heart and great disrelish. He is, as it were, taken captive, more than half in despair, and often makes a fool of himself. So a Christian who lives in this confidence toward God, and knows all things, can do all things, undertakes all things that are to be done, and does everything cheerfully and freely, not that he may gather many merits and good works, but because it is a pleasure for him to please God thereby, and he serves God purely for nothing, content that his service pleases God. On the other hand, he who is not at one with God, or doubts, hunts, and worries, in what way he may do enough, and with many works move God. He runs to St. James of Compostela, to Rome, to Jerusalem, hither and yon, prays St. Bridget's prayer, and the rest, fasts on this day and on that, makes confession here and makes confession there, questions this man and that, and yet finds no peace. He does all this with great effort, despair, and disrelish of heart so that the scriptures rightly call such works in Hebrew avanama, that is, labor and travail, and even when they are not good works and are all lost. Many have been crazed thereby, their fear has brought them into all manner of misery. Of these it is written, Wisdom of Solomon 5, We have wearied ourselves in the wrong way, and have gone through deserts where there lay no way. But as for the way of the Lord, we have not known it, and the sun of righteousness rose not upon us. End of section 6. Recording by Randy Carlson, Sacramento, California.